You are listening to The Black Landscape with Andrea Spearman, where Black excellence is always trending. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Andrea Spearman. We are in season two of The Black Landscape. Whoop, whoop. Mm. Today we have with us Nakia Dillard, sacred jewel creator and magnetic woman coach. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) So let's start right there. What is a magnetic woman coach? Okay, yes, I would love to tell you what a magnetic woman coach is. First, let me say what a magnetic woman is. So a magnetic woman is a woman who loves herself and actually demonstrates that self-love through her practice. She's a woman who has boundaries that she communicates, that she honors herself. She basically practices self-care on a regular basis and prioritizes herself first. And where the whole concept of magnetism comes is where when you are taking care of yourself, when you're pouring into your cup, you're, it's about you know vibrating and feeling good. And so we have this radiance and this glow and this magnetism about ourselves that allow us to get in tune with that feminine energy, that feminine charge, and really just reclaim our ability to naturally receive. And so I coach <laughs> women through that process, really supporting Black women in particular and like, you know, reclaiming ourselves, putting ourselves first, um, building up our courage and our confidence to go and be bold and courageous enough to say, I got some boundaries and (laughs) tell the people about it and and to really, um, you know, take care of ourselves because we need to. And so I don't know, I can go deeper into that, but I want to just kind of break down what that is. And and I can tell you how I coach, but I wanted to say what it what it was about first before we get into it. So, yes, ma'am. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we got it pouring into ourselves so yes. then we can pour into others. Mm-hmm. Yes. I good. love it. Mm-hmm. Tell the audience more about your background as an Oakland or Bay area native. Like who yeah. poured into you as a young person? You had it right. Oakland native. So yeah, I grew up in West Oakland. You know, uh, I was born in Alpha Bay's, you know, we come, come Berkeley, come right to Oakland after that. And <laughs> you know, uh, so my parents, they did their absolute best with raising me, but there was a lot that I didn't get from them or couldn't get from them for whatever reason. And so there was in particular, several just black women in my life who saw me you know, when I was younger, one of my one of those women was a godmother to me and gave me my first job when I was like eight years old, um, working at one of her produce stands, feeding the, the homeless. She taught me the importance of community and giving back and working for yourself. I had an icy stand. She had set me yes, up. Yes, ma'am. Okay, selling <laughs> ices, <laughs> not the lemonade stand, but the icy stand. <laughs> okay. And, you know, she installed those values of like health and uh, entrepreneurship and, you know, uh, giving back to my community. And then over time, it was always someone who saw me enough to invest and and remind me of who I was when I didn't know. You know, I didn't even and especially this this aspect of self-care as well. I didn't know what that was. And so growing up, just skipping up a little bit on how I got into this this work. 
um, the mentors. So one of my mentors spent a lot of time pouring into me and introducing me to different people and different things. And she introduced me to an, a, another a teacher who be, who someone I study under named Debrina Jackson Gandy, who's an amazing coach okay. and author of best-selling books of self-help books. And um, she, I ended up studying under her for years and learning about what sacred self-care was, what, yes. you know, what, what did that mean? Like, you know, and I would be the youngest person in the room, the youngest person taking notes, like these women up in here talking about something I ain't never heard of. And I would take that information and, and use it and apply it, bring it back to the young people I would work with because I, I had a lot of strong professional background with youth development and mm-hmm. then eventually started working with um, adult Black women. But it's because of the Black women who saw me and, and many, many more that I'm not mentioning. Um, that village, you know, the village. Because of them, I, I can say I didn't, came through West Oakland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it had, you know, nurtured me and prepared me for who I am today. And there's a lot more I could say, but I'm a, I know you have questions. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, yes, we can definitely tap into that now. Like speak mm-hmm. more about what it means to, to coach other women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, first I had to be coached myself and, yes. and going back to the journey of meeting, you know, Debrina and studying with her, it wasn't in my mind that I was going to be a coach. I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm getting this information for me. I'm applying this to my life. It's working like these practices um, of pouring into my cup. And I naturally just felt like this is something I do want to give back, but I didn't know I was going to be a coach. And so women, I just started attracting naturally just folks like, wait, what you over here doing? And, (laughs) you know, can you support me with this? And eventually I got the courage, you know, to start my own coaching practice. And I started working one-on-one with women. And then I started a group coaching program called the Magnetic Woman Group Coaching Program. Um, Yes, ma'am. You know, and really taking women on a journey, you know, because self-care is, there are these simple practices and it sounds so similar to put yourself first, but it's not easy because Mm. we're so used to not putting ourselves first. We used to holding the weight of the world, being strong black women, you know, just the expectations on ourselves. We're at the last of the priority list. And so it takes a mindset shift. It takes someone in your corner who really um, cares, who has tools and practices to lead you and hold you accountable to your goals and your desires. And so I've been, this will be the fourth year in May that I'm running this uh, now. It's a nine-month group coaching program with, with Black women in particular. Um, yes. So, so yeah, we, we all need that. <laughs> we all need that reminder. So Yes. Come on. Mm-hmm. Four years. Yes, That's ma'am. a celebration. Yes, it is. It is. And I have... Um, yes, ma'am. Recently um, left my job. Well, not recently. And it's going to be a year in June. So I, I'm doing this full-time now. You know, so while I was working, I was building it after work, you know, because when you got a Come gift, yes. you got something calling you yes. to do, you got to make room for it. OK, and, and <laughs> <laughs> trust the process, turn, t- trust the journey. And mm-hmm. I am so, so grateful to be, you know, walking in that and in supporting other these women. I'm not just 
supporting them with the self-care. That's the like the foundation. Some of mm-hmm. them are also starting their own coaching programs and, you know, working with other women or simply just wanting to move from one job to another, but they don't have the confidence to do it. And so we're also working on those things as well. But self-care is the foundation. And then whatever else that you're leaping into, I'm going to support you in that too. Wow. (laughs) That is continuity, longevity. We're speaking that into your program. Mm. Thank you. Yes. And you know, when I was doing my research about you, I've, I've seen you speak a lot about assignments. This person was assigned to you, that person, this mother, godmother, sister, friend, do you believe in spiritual or metaphysical assignments or destiny, especially as you're speaking about self-improvement and not just in a financial way? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, ooh, it's spirit-led. What I do is spirit-led. <laughs> I mean, and the people in my life, like even my coach, my current coach, um, her name's Keisha Mitchell, by the way. Um, you can find her. Elevate Your Now um, is her work, and she supported me. She's, I've been with her since so she started her practice six years ago, coaching me in her living room. And now she has this amazing program that um, she's allowed. I've, I've watched her grow, and I've grown with her. And she's been divinely assigned to me and me to her. Um, and there, I think there's a lot of, especially it, it happens to be black women in my life who have been divinely assigned to me. Okay. No matter where I was and what I was doing. And I think me the same, you know, for others, whether if I was working with young people or the, the clients I'm working with now, it's a whole divine thing. And that's what I want. Like, I want to work with women where it is, they know it in their heart. They know it. I know it. And there's a connection there. There's something telling you like this speaks to me. This is the person because you can go to any coach. You can go to any workshop. You can go, you know, but something about this person or what they're saying or how I feel on the inside. It's it's, even if I'm a little afraid, it's something I want to lean into, you know, and it's and it's thankfully things have been divine. And when there aren't divine, um, it falls away, you know, and and you just got to surrender to that. (laughs) <laughs> wow mm-hmm. so I don't know if that answered your question but it, no it did so I hear what you're saying is, is, is valuing yourself valuing your time valuing your energy what would you say are like the core values of this program yeah so our, our core values of the program is self care mm-hmm. sisterhood and it's transformation yes and so like I said with the self care like we have to have a practice of self-care. So again, not just saying I care for myself or I love myself, but demonstrating what is your routine? What allows you to pour into your internal self? Not just like getting your hair done and your nails done and pampering and, and all of that. That's cool. Go do that. Go do that. But how are you feeding the inside? What are you telling yourself? What are you thinking? You know, are you speaking your boundaries when uh, up against something that you know, you tired of doing, or you want to say no to, like, are you saying no? Are you being comfortable with that? Um, mm. You know, all of those things, that's self-care and, and, and how we demonstrate it on a regular basis. And so the self-care and then sisterhood, right? We don't have to do this alone. We don't have to suffer in silence. We can, you know, be in communities that are safe and sacred for us. And so this 
program is uniquely designed for Black women um, to have that because a lot of times we're isolated. I've been there where I'm the only Black person in my job or in certain rooms and spaces and, and I can't fully be myself. I want to, but I can't. It's not safe to. So having a space that you can come to like-minded sisters and, you know, be heard, be seen, be valued, be poured into and share your value because we all bring value to the space. Um, And then the last one was transformation. Yeah. So we on a journey. Change. As long as we hear, as long as we're breathing, as long as there's something calling us, transformation is required. Transformation. And I mean, not just, you know, all of it, right? So the good and the bad. So I like the, not even the bad. So I like to use the butterfly journey, you know, so the caterpillar who has to be courageous enough to take a step forward, to climb up that, that, that branch and then create that cocoon. And the cocoon is the goo, it's the challenges, it's the, the discomfort. It's, uh, you know, all the stuff that don't feel good. And that's a part of transformation. I think sometimes we get afraid when that happens. You know, it's like, oh, you know, that's supposed to happen. You're getting ready to become a butterfly. So, you know, so transformation and a journey and a process. Yeah, those are core values. (laughs) I'm going to say that again for folks who missed it. Transformation is required. (laughs) Yes. That's it right there. Yes. Including the cocoon. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm challenges the, the 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 contrast the discomfort but it's about how do you handle it how do you hold how do you come back to your center you know because we can't get away from that it's a part of life um but just don't sit there don't stay there mm. thank you so much for for sharing so much breakdown of this the fantastic program we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsor To catch up on previous episodes of The Black Landscape, stream on Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm, and Spotify. Hey fam, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me tell you about it. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard across Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast just in one place. Now download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We are back with magnetic woman Nakia Dillard. So Nakia, we're going to talk about goddess crowns. Where like how did you first get into jewelry making? Yes, thank you for that question. So the jewelry making actually came before magnetic woman. I've been doing jewelry for almost seven years. It'll be seven years this year. And so goddess crowns came to me because I was actually doing a meditation called the 40 day prosperity plan. It's a, a, a out of a book called the abundance book. It's a really great book. You have to like meditate and journal uh, what comes to you afterwards. And one of my meditations 
so prior to I was wearing this necklace around my head and just, you know, just like, oh, let me see what that looks like. And later through this meditation, I was I received the download to make crowns. And I didn't know what the crowns was going to fully look like or what it was going to be. I, I the next day went to to a cafe, wrote down all the ideas that were coming to me. And then there was a Juneteenth festival. I went and the shells were calling me and said, get the shells, go to Michael's, get some string before I start working with the copper. And then I made some, took it to my church the next day in my purse and sold two of them out of my purse. And uh, it was like, okay, so Goddess Crowns was really, uh, it started from that. And then it turned into like, you know, other products, of course, beyond the crown, earrings, rings, bracelets, a lot of things, other things that I didn't stick with and a little basket, a bigger basket to vending to I did jewelry making classes at one point. And it's just been this way of not just adorning women from the outside, but this sacred reminder of who we are, our beauty, our inner beauty, our inner light, and that we are goddesses, that we are, you know, powerful. We are, it's like a, it's, it's an added beauty. You know, yes. you are already beautiful, but it's like, let me just, let's just, you know, add something to it. And um, it became so much more and, and I'm still doing it because people love it. And, and people tell me they, how they feel when they put the jewelry on and just, you know, cause I'm, if I'm taking care of me and I'm pouring it to me, I'm translating that energy into the jewelry. And then, you know, the women who are attracted to it, they already got it. That's why they're yes. attracted to it. So it's just amplified. And um, and so it's really special. And <laughs> I can say a whole lot more about it, but I can't stop doing it because the people, they still like, they still coming. They be finding me. Yeah. So I did a lot of vending over time and um, COVID, I had to kind of put a pause on vending. And But it was a great opportunity also because I was shifting gears to really put more energy in magnetic woman coaching. But I was still, you know, still, like I said, goddess crowns ain't going nowhere, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's an amazing opportunity to support women from the inside out and, um, you know, remind us of who we are. I think sometimes, a lot of times we, we I mean, we all have gifts. We all have things that uh, we're called to do, but we don't always listen to it. And so when it comes, act. You don't, you may not know where it's going to take you. But act and lean into that. I didn't know where it was going to take me. I just knew, okay, let's go. Let's let's go. Let's move here. Oh, and then it just expanded. And it's seven years later, still still here. Hey, that's a word right there. If you listen, you might get your assignment. Yes, yes. And that's how I met you, right? Through my jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, indeed. I, I don't remember which festival because you know the bay area got a million festivals right <laughs> i'm like what's i don't remember Easter? which one it was but i came upon it and i was like oh this cute okay i like it because i you, you know black folks we love us a cowrie shell because <laughs> we gotta that's our connection to the motherland yes yes indeed yes indeed yes my mom really likes the the style of the molding around 
people's fingers or ears or wrists or Mm -hmm. just being able to manipulate the jewelry that's already been blessed and loved on. So Nakia, what's been the best response when you've crowned someone? Ooh, Uh, six years ago when I was just getting started, um, I was at a festival and I crowned a a young girl. Um, She was probably under like, I don't know, like 10. I think she was like 10 or 11 or something. Her and her mom uh, came and I crowned her and six years ago, I didn't remember that. So last year, this same mother and daughter found me at uh, in it, the one event I did last year in person you know, and uh, and told me, we've been looking for you. She's all grown up. She's about yes. to graduate. And they like, we need a new crown. We want you to be, you have been, her crown has been a part of, uh, your crown has been a part of my her life all these years. And, and we we want to celebrate her graduating and moving forward. And like, we want you to bless it, to crown her again. And it was just like, oh my God, wow. I was in tears. Like, and then they showed me the picture of her uh, when she was younger. I was like, I remember you. Oh my God. And just to see her grown up and to crown her again and for them to have looked for me and found me and just, it was just like, it really was special and, and warmed my heart and just let me know that, you know, people really treated sacred. And um, I may not know all the benefits and the things that, that it's how it's impacting people, but it's a gift when you're able to, when people come back and tell you that. And, you know, there are other women who say, who take off their jewelry to give to other sisters. Now that's been happening. Cause they come back like, I need another ring because I gave it to my sister. I gave it to my mom. I gave it to my, my cousin. They put it on. And so, and I'd be like, okay, but you need to keep your own ring because that's for you. right? (laughs) (laughs) Sharing is caring. (laughs) Right. Right. But we so used to giving. And so I remind some of them because one sister came back three times. I'm like, you better not come. You better keep your ring (laughs) and just send them to me. (laughs) So it's been like that has been really beautiful. Just the sisterhood and the Mm -hmm. connection between the the, the young girls and the families and like, you, you know, like the things you never think is how it's going to impact overall. And like so that. So, yeah, those are things that came to mind. Oh, what a beautiful exchange. And listen, seek and you shall find. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They said, we've been looking for you. Yeah. That was special. So, Nakia, has there been anything that we haven't talked about that you want people to know? Yeah. Just going back to self-care and just why, you know, how that's just really transformed my life. I just want to kind of offer... Uh, again, just something you can do every every day to pour into your cup and to you know set the tone for your day. And one thing that I like to do, and that's really really has helped me a lot, is the power of affirmations. You know, of what I tell myself, how I speak about myself to myself, and it even if I can't remember it or I'm being challenged, I'm forgetting who I am, putting them up on the walls so that wherever I look at something looking back at me to remind me, you know, of the yes, because 
challenges going to happen. Whether you, wherever you at, somebody going to make you forget who you are or what you need to believe about yourself. So just want to, you know, just, just share that as one of many, many tools and the power we have, you know, because we're speaking, whatever we're speaking, whatever we're thinking, we're creating and bringing more of that into our lives. And if you can get control of that and be intentional with it, you know, you'll see your change, you'll change from the inside and see things change in your life as well. Nakia, you've been so wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. Thank you for having me. This has been great to chat it up with you. (laughs) Please tell the audience where they can find you. Yes, you can find me at Magnetic Woman Coach on Instagram and Facebook, as well as my website, MagneticWomanCoach.com. And in addition to that, if you visit MagneticWomanCoach.com on my homepage, I have a special gift. It's uh, 10 affirmations for Black women who are tired of being strong. So it's this beautiful PDF that you can download and paste these posters of affirmations to remind you uh, to rest, to remind you of your worthiness, to remind you that you deserve a break and, you know, place them on the walls and, you know, get it into your system. And so you can have that for free. All you got to do is go to magneticwomancoach.com and it'll be right there on the homepage. Yes, ma'am. Also tell us where we can find Goddess Crowns. Yes. So you can find Goddess Crowns on Instagram at Goddess Crowns by Nakia. And um, I'm also on Etsy. That's where you can, at Goddess Crowns by Nakia. And if you go to Instagram and click the link in the bio, there's a link directly to the Etsy as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much again for joining us. And also we thank our audience out there who are listening and supporting another season. This has been another episode of The Black Landscape, where Black excellence is always trending. 